plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award-winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Now, uh, if you happen to be out this neck of the woods, swing by the White Sands Hotel where the uh, Oasis Bar just below our studio here is well worth a visit, I have to tell you. Uh, it's a great atmosphere, uh, very cosy on a cold day and lovely on a, on a warm day as well. Uh, but the food is fantastic. So do pop into the White Sands Hotel and the Oasis Bar just below our studio here. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, it's all to do with uh, a statement made by uh, the Taoiseach over the last couple of days. And his uh, comments came in response to a series of recent protests at buildings in various parts of the country earmarked to house asylum seekers. There have been attacks, uh, arson attacks on several buildings proposed as accommodation for international uh, protection applicants. Last Friday, a protest was held outside a hotel in Ballinrobe in County Mayo over the same thing. It was uh, planned to use the uh, hotel for 50 adult male asylum seekers. And as you know, a former pub uh, in the Rings End area was set on fire on New Year's Eve, even though that wasn't going to be housing international uh, protection applicants. But anyway, here's what the Taoiseach had to say about this. He said, I acknowledge that people living uh, there have concerns and have fears, uh, but I also need to be very clear. Nobody in a free society, nobody in a democracy has the right to veto, a right to exercise a veto on who moves into their area or their community. And that, according to the Taoiseach, he went on to say, and that doesn't just apply to international protection. It applies to traveller accommodation. It applies to women's refuges, which uh, people have used to uh, object before. And it also applies to social housing and to student accommodation. He's basically saying you have no right to veto who lives in your uh, area. Um, Now, I mean, if you if you bring this down to the the lowest level, yeah, yeah, you have a house, yeah, and uh, your next door neighbor sells up and they move, and somebody buys the house and they move in. Have you a right to object to the person as your new next door neighbor? No, you don't. And here's okay. I believe I very rarely do I agree with Leo Varadkar, but I agree with him on this one. Okay, I don't uh, bar one thing. If someone is carrying out illegal activity, then you have a right not to have them in the estate that you're living in, okay? So if your next-door neighbour is, is a but drug... You don't have a right. A right to what? Okay, well, not a right. right to run them out. But no, well, you don't have a right. If if your next-door neighbour happens to be a drug dealer, feck all you can do about it. Well, you can bring the guards or whatever. Okay, so only in instances where someone is, is breaking the law. Now, for all of you, and since we put this up on Facebook, people are being... This is going to be a very lively discussion, by the way. You can expect a lot of shouting and screaming, and that's just from Adrian. Um, Since we put this up on social media, people are getting really, really, really annoyed about it. And I'm going to turn this on its head and say something to every single one of you. If I came on the podcast today and said, I heard that there's travellers going to be moving in. There's going to be a halting site next to my estate. uh, And I'm going out tonight and I'm going to uh, protest. Don't want a halting site. I don't want travellers anywhere near my house. They are going to um, decrease the value of my property. And they're going to make the area a no-go area. It's not going to be safe. 
um, I just don't want a halting site in my area. By the way, this is hypothetical. I'm not actually saying that. You would all be losing your fucking minds. You'd be losing your shit. You'd be calling me all sorts of names, um, saying, how dare you say that about members of the travelling community? Which is exactly my point. You do not have a right to say who lives or who doesn't live uh, in the area. Unless you live in a gated community with your own private land, then. But if you especially... And again... Probably going to annoy a few people uh, by saying this, but I don't care. If you live in a council house where house where you don't own the house, it's council property. So you don't have a right. If you live in council property, that is government land. That is government property. So how could you possibly have a right to say who should and shouldn't live there? Do you not understand uh, with these protests, and there have been oh, many of them, you... do you understand their concerns? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course you're... 50 uh... males moving into a hotel in Ballinrobe. But my question, not focusing on ball and roll, but my question to, uh, and I say this every time, and nobody has ever been able to give me an answer for it, the, the hypocrisy of it, uh, to the people, say, in Finglas, who uh, would protest about unvetted uh, men moving into their area, yeah? Well, how come you've never protested about all the scumbags living in your area? How come you never protested about the drug dealers? How come all those people that were involved in that shoot-up in Blanchestown over Christmas, yeah? All those. Do you ever complain about uh, them living in your area? No. So you pick and choose who... Okay, and, and just to be clear, because uh, Jess just sent us a message saying, everyone has the right to protest, so why does Leo think he can change the he's law? He's not trying to change he's the law. He's not trying to change the law. What he's saying is, yeah, protest away, but nobody uh, has a right to veto uh, who lives in their area. You just don't have a right to uh, dictate who lives in your area. So, That's the fact of it. So in other words, yes, in the area you live in, and the area I live in and Adrian is, and we all live in areas where there would be uh, criminal uh, p- criminals living in the area, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, have you a right, Jess, because I'm sure there's a drug dealer living on your road, whether it's just someone selling cannabis or whatever, or cocaine. Have you a right then, Jess, if, if you're taking this to its fullest extent, then you should have a right to go up and uh, knock on the door of someone who you know... No, you won't do that, because you wouldn't have the balls, no more than I would have the balls. Um, would you have the right to knock on that person's door, yeah? Hey, you're a drug dealer. Get out. I, I've seen you dealing drugs. Get out of my estate. A, you don't have a right to do that, and B, you wouldn't have the balls to do that. So that is the hypocrisy of the thing. Okay, so the question that we're asking is, um, following the comments from the Taoiseach, do you believe that people should have a right to veto who lives in their area? Anya, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Anya. Hey, guys. How's things? Uh, good, thanks, Anya. Well, what did you want to say on this? Yeah, I think people do have, have the right to, to have uh, their voice heard. No, no that's not what the Taoiseach said, though. Uh, yes, you're entitled to have your voice heard, uh, but you've no yeah. right to dictate who lives in your area. Yes, we do. You do? Yes, we do have, yeah, we do have a right to dictate on who lives in our area. Okay, so say somebody moves in next door to you and you don't yeah. like them um, yeah. and you don't get on well with them or they're foreign or they're uh, drug dealers or whatever. What are you going to do about it? Well, if they're foreign and if they don't have a guard of vetting and they're coming into this country without a guard, guard of vetting or uh, without any papers... Yeah, I will do something about it. I'll kick up uh, murder about it because at the end of the day, people are not only looking out for them for themselves, they're looking out for their kids' kid safety also. But the point that I'm making is, realistically, uh, if somebody moves into a house next door to me, there's absolutely yeah. nothing I can do about it. I can't go in and say, get out. 
I don't want you living next door to me. You can't choose your neighbours. Yeah, all right. You may, you may can choose your neighbours, but you can, you can still have uh, the right to stick up for your uh, family safety at the end of the day. Because you, at the end of the day, you don't know who those people are who are going to move in next door to you. You don't know like their background. No, no, no absolutely. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. But the point is, you literally cannot choose your neighbours. And that's all the Taoiseach is saying. He said in a free society, nobody in a democracy has the right to veto or to, uh, a right to exercise a veto on who moves into their area or their community. Isn't he right? He needs, to, he's, he needs to shut the fuck up. That's what he needs to do. Okay, Anya, where do you, where do you live? I don't need to know the, 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 the name, but uh, what, what, what uh, estate do you, what part of Dublin do you live in? I live in uh, Dublin 9. Dublin 9. Fairly big area, yeah. isn't it, Dublin 9? Yeah. Now, um, I was about to say the chances are, but not the chances. It's fairly certain, okay, that yeah. w- within a hundred, uh, within a one mile radius of where you live, there are oh. convicted criminals. Um, yeah. Rapists as well. And by the way, I'm, I'm talking about Irish people here. Uh, yeah, yeah. People who have raped women, uh, convicted criminals, uh, yeah. drug dealers living within yeah. a one mile radius of you, and you don't know who those people are. No. Now, does it bother you? It do, I, do you know what? It actually does. But what have you done about it? I've, I've, uh, the reason why it bothers me is because I live, okay, I'm going to say where I live. I live in Northwood, and um, in Northwood, there's a hotel full of asylum seekers, sort of rest, and with and what, and and what they, grief does that cause you? What? What grief does that cause you? I'm terrified because I because uh, they they are coming into this country with no guard of vetting, no papers, no nothing, and I I'm not only am I terrified for myself, but I'm terrified for my. Uh, Okay, but has anything happened in Northwood that has you specifically terrified? No, at the minute, no. No, nothing. Yeah, I know, but I'm not saying that that, that it's never going to happen. It it can happen. No, but the point I made is is that the area you're living in is already populated with Irish criminals and... And it only seems to bother you if they're foreign. Yeah, all right, Irish and foreign. I'm not. I, no, no, but, but but you said a moment ago that you live in Northwood and there's a hotel uh, nearby that is housing yeah. asylum seekers. Now, my mm. question to you was, so what? What harm has it caused you? And your answer is none. Jeremy, look at it, or Adrian, look at it this way. Look at look at uh, the amount of issues that the asylum seekers have caused. In the past, in the past couple of months. Okay, but but hang on. Let's talk about Look, you. Like, no, let's talk about you and where you're living. And yeah. if there were a protest tomorrow in Northwood against yeah. asylum seekers being housed in the hotel, you'd be out yeah. there protesting, would you? Absolutely. 100%. Even though, even though they've done absolutely nothing. Just because they're just because they're innocent now doesn't mean that they're going to be innocent tomorrow. Oh, you're predicting they're they're, you're you're predicting uh, what they're going to do. Uh, no, 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 Adrian. Just because they are innocent now doesn't mean that they're going to be innocent tomorrow or next week or next month or, or in this three months down the line. Again, they're coming into this country with as you as you're well aware of, Adrian. They're coming into this country with no papers, 
No, Karen. Not all of them. No, not all no, of them. Not all of them. A couple of thousand have. Major, major, no, it's not even the majority. It's not even the majority. Yeah, yes, there is. But the fact of the matter is that there is a group of asylum seekers living in a hotel near where you live that have caused mm. absolutely no grief for you and your world well, and your life. Now, they may have caused grief, but I haven't But heard. But you would just jump on the bandwagon and uh, join in a protest if it was to be held outside that hotel tomorrow. Absolutely, 100%. Okay, well, can I ask you another question, Anya? And I'm, I'm just, yeah, yeah. just asking you a question. Out of the roads you live around, you live in an apartment block, do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. In the apartment block where you live, there's probably 200 people living, 200, 250. How many of, oh. them, how many of them are vetted? You know, I'm talking about Irish, no matter what nationality they are. Um, if, you're, if your neighbours are Irish, uh, are they vetted? Do you know if they're vetted? Have you seen their garden oh, vetted yeah, from? They would be. No, but how do you know they would I be? Have, well, I know mine. I, I, my neighbours are vetted. I, I, what? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know whether they are or not. I don't know where they are or not. Like my part, my uh, what you call it? My partner. He's Nigerian, so he is. And is he vested? Uh, is, is he vested? Oh yeah, he's he's vested. He's been living here ten years, so he has. No, but is he vested? He is vested. Yeah. Why did yeah, he? he how did he have to get vested? Or why did he have he to? He went because he went. That's the way he had to go trip. I am not going to get into that because that, that's his personal business. Okay, but even if someone is vetted, that doesn't mean that they're not going to yeah, commit a crime. Vetting really means nothing when you think about it, does it? It just means that you haven't committed a crime before. I mean, nobody is a criminal until they convict, until they commit their first crime. And the point I'm trying to make is, on my road where I live, there's yeah. I, I know these people to see. I see them every day going to shops. They're for all nationalities. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know from Adam what what they've done if they're vetted. I mean, it's not something you'd ask. You wouldn't see your next door neighbour down the shops and go, "How are you, Brian?" And um, by the way, I have to ask you a question there, Brian. Um, are you vetted? Are by you the vetted? way, so you yeah. don't you don't know. Okay, just, uh, l- l- let me ask you one final question then, uh, Anya. Y- you said that if there were a protest outside the hotel tomorrow, you would join in. Uh, do you believe? that people in Northwood should have a right to get all of the asylum seekers out of that hotel? For the safety of their kids, absolutely. And yeah. where where do they go then? I don't know, I don't care. Some other community? Um, yeah, absolutely. You they can the, go wherever they want. Right, just not in your back door, backyard? Exactly. Even though they've caused absolutely no grief at all? Well, I'm not, then, uh, at the end of the day... They haven't... They, like uh, said, well, OK, they haven't impacted on your life at all? No. No. But I'm, I'm, I'm uh, what you call it, I'm thinking of the safety of my child. Like, and and in what way is the safety of your child in jeopardy? Well, like, Considering they've done nothing? Like I said, Adrian, just because they haven't done anything today doesn't mean that they won't do anything. That doesn't mean that they're innocent tomorrow or innocent three months down the line. Stay there for one second, if you can, please. I want to go to Thomas. Yeah. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Thomas? Uh, happy New Year. Okay. Uh, Thomas, the Taoiseach said um, recently that nobody in a free society, nobody in a democracy has the right to veto, a right to exercise a veto on who moves into their area or their community. Do you agree with him? Uh, I just want to say the people doing it are absolutely stupid. They're absolutely stupid. This woman just here gave you no logical reason of why she does it. You know, hearing these people speak, honestly, I can't believe people like that exist. I can't believe it. Are you talking about somebody like Anya here? Yeah. She believes that she has a right to uh, protest and demand the removal of asylum seekers living in a hotel near her. Lad, look, okay, there's two ways to look at it, right? There's one way to look at it where 
it's like okay you have the right to do something but how what's the what's the what's the limit like, for example like um back in 1940s in germany like you know all that happened due to hate speech hate speech is the thing that fuel people to go against other people so there are limits i'm sure this only woman's a freedom of speech advocate would she like if i just walked around town followed her and, and just said hi 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 and, kept, and that's that's my freedom of speech no there's limits to freedom of speech you know, I mean, I'm sure if Anya had to flee somewhere, go somewhere else, she wouldn't like a mob of people outside her house to be intimidating. But also, Anya, I'm sure your partner, uh, who's originally from Nigeria, I'm sure when he first came to Ireland, I'd say he was given a fair bit of hassle, was he? Has he ever? Yeah, he was. Yes, he so was. Now, but now you're condoning that sort of hassle. There's always a, two, uh, a double standard with these people. I was speaking to a guy earlier who said he doesn't like migrants. Next thing you know, he goes to see a Brazilian escort. That's what happens. <laughs> So, yeah, Anya, I just don't get this. That you, uh, you just said your Nigerian-born partner got awful grief when he arrived into this country 10 years ago. Yeah. Which is awful. <laughs> but yet you, you're you saying it's okay to harass people to get them out of Northwood. No logic. He, no logic. Gar- no brain. He's, Look he's, he's guard- hang on. He, he's guarded that. None of them no. asylum seekers in there. Hang on, none of them asylum seekers in that hotel are guard of vets. Anya, no, what's vet? Anya, 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 let's yeah? go back to the basics. What does vetted mean? What does it mean? It means uh, it means to prove uh, your background. It means it means to prove where you're coming from. Yeah, and yeah. if you have someone, for, and you know, if you have someone, for example, in Nigeria trying to leave Nigeria to get mm. to the actual air stage where they're actually boarding on the plane, they actually have yeah. to show some sort of documents in Nigeria, not around. Do you think this is the thing, lads? People like just think some random tribesmen in a hut in Nigeria can just hop on a plane with no documents and land in a different country. It doesn't happen like that. They need to show things in their country before they arrive as well. Also, yeah, I know that, I yeah. Hear, yeah, and also I bet one of your worries is, oh yeah, maybe, who, who knows, he's probably a criminal in his own country. Well, guess what? He's free now. He's done his time. He don't believe in the justice system. He's done his time and he's free. So even if he was a criminal, he's done his time, he's not in jail anymore, so he's free. Yeah, yeah, it's what you call it. These people could, could be criminals. These people could be, uh, they done their time and things like that. But doesn't mean that... Uh, and they could also be good people. Like, look, Anya, I'm sure you don't mean any harm. Like, I was a bit rude here to start, and I do apologize, but because no, people like you, I think they just get brainwashed, you know? Like, look, Anya, I don't know, you sound like you're from Dublin. I went to school in Kildare, yeah? And, uh, yeah. There, there was there was a there was a fellow from Nigeria in my school in Kildare. He got along yeah. with everyone, but then there was a guy from Dublin, from Sheriff Street, actually. He moved to Kildare. Yeah. He didn't get along yeah. with anyone. He called them. He called them all crikey. So what I'm saying is, culture is different with any county you go to in Ireland. A Nigerian guy coming here, he's going to have a different culture. But so is someone from Galway. Someone from Galway is going to have a different culture to you, Anya. Like yeah. diversity is the same thing that makes the world. You know, us mixing is how things progress. Yeah. And Anya, it is bad, but. What, what what some of the refugees do do, but they are the minority. And, the, and, that, that. and that's exactly the point that I was going to make to you, uh, Anya. Yes, there has been a bit of trouble uh, with some, uh, and it's been widespread on videos and everything else. There has been a bit of trouble with some, but that some is a very small minority. And yet you want yeah. yet you want to run every single one of them out of the hotel uh, in Northwood because you're worried that they may become criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Like Anya, someone 
someone coming here from the UK, from a county state in Liverpool, rough area, he could come here and become a criminal. He could also become a criminal. In fact, yeah. he's probably more likely. He knows the language. He knows how to get in and, uh, you know, make deals and stuff. So, And it does happen. There's a lot of English criminals in Ireland. Yeah. Thomas, so, let, me, let me ask you a question then. Do you believe that people should have a right to veto who lives in their area? By veto, do you mean... Um, sorry, what do you mean by veto? Sorry, it, it, basically, that's what the Taoiseach said. You've no right to veto who lives in your area. I think what he's trying to say is, like, look, it's none of your business. And it's true. I mean, if someone moves into me, next door to me, I, I've no business who he is, where he's from. You know, all I can do is be nice to him and do my part. And if something he does something wrong to me, guess what? We've the police, we've the justice system on our back to support us. And look, Anya, I want to say one more thing to you, because you, you honestly do seem like the most I'll tell you, even if we got, like, a million migrants in here and they start committing crime and stuff, we could just increase police pay by 20%, increase stop and searches. When they stop people, they search them more and become more harsh. Force the guys into work so they have to work. And you've got a fully functioning, operating country. But to say send them back is just too extreme. There's other ways to do things. Stay there for a second. Anya, um, I've, two voice notes I've been asked to play for you. So would you hang on there for a sec? Have a listen to this. Yeah. What's the difference between Anya's Nigerian uh, partner being here and an immigrant living here? What's the difference? He was an immigrant at one at one stage. She didn't know his background when he first got here at one stage. What's the difference? She's yes, been a pure hypocrite. Imagine coming on and saying that you're going to run immigrants out of the country and you're living with one. Mind your own business about who's coming into the country. Close your own door. Mind your own business. And if they don't affect you, you don't affect them. Okay, Anya, I'll let you respond to that. Uh, you are living with somebody who... Um, was an immigrant himself at one stage. He was, yeah, he was an immigrant at one stage. Well, she's fucking talking about. She hasn't got a fucking clue, so she hasn't. She did the old shy. The fact of the matter is she's saying that the hypocrisy coming out of your mouth because you're actually living with a guy who himself was an, asi- um, an asylum yeah, seeker or a refugee. Saying, she's turning around saying that I didn't know his background. Yes, of course. I knew his background. I know my partner's background. Okay, and I've been asked to play this message for you from Darren. And ask Anya if she's going to get all those little scumbags around Northwood out that already are criminals. No, I bet she's not. And that is uh, the fact of it, Anya. He's a prick. That's all I'm saying. Okay, stay where you are. Stay where you are. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, Jess is very angry. You know what, if there's a drug dealer living on your road, Jeremy, I guarantee you the guards know who he is, what his name is, his date of birth, his address, etc., etc. The guards know nothing about these men coming in. Their backgrounds, we don't even know their names, their date of birth, nothing. Nothing. So, that comment that you made is very interesting about drug dealers living in the areas because the guards know. The guards aren't stupid. The guards know exactly who they are. Everyone knows who they are. But these scumbags coming in, we don't know who they are. So, yes, people do have a right to run them out of the area if they're causing hassle or havoc in the area. Absolutely. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying people pick and choose which people they want to run out of the area. And if you want want another example of it, uh, Jess, I'll give you one. Uh, As you know, over Christmas time, we can't talk about it much because charges being brought forward. 
But over Christmas time, a horrific incident happened on Christmas Eve in a family restaurant where there was children. Where there was children sitting down. That could have been you and your kids, Jess. That could have been me and my kids. Could have been Adrian. Uh, sitting in a restaurant and someone decided to go into a restaurant and open fire. Um, Irish people, by the way. Everybody involved in that uh, was Irish. Did you see one word of condemnation coming from the far, the usual far right heads about that? Did you see any of them going on about it? No. No? No. Because it didn't happen. They all shut their chicken shit mouths. Not one of them on Facebook or Twitter opened their mouth and condemned what happened. That chil- Because they want to make Dublin safe for our children. That's what they say, isn't it, the far right? They say they want Dublin to be safe for our children. They didn't give a fuck um, what happened in that restaurant uh, over Christmas time. Why? Because the perpetrators or the alleged perpetrators were Irish and they didn't have the balls to stand up and condemn something because it was Irish criminals, because they will pick on the, the foreign nationals, the unnamed foreign nationals who they don't know, um, but they won't stand up and speak out against Irish criminals. Why is that? If they care about the safety of all Irish people, why do they not call out the scumbuggery, if that's a word, that is carried out by Irish scumbags? And Jessica just commented, uh, Jessica, you mustn't have uh, been listening to the news that day. Jessica just commented to say uh, the the government said nothing to condemn it either. That is not true, uh, Jessica. Leo Varadkar, um, Helen McEntee, they condemned Both them. Helen McEntee condemned the viciousness behind a gun attack at a Dublin restaurant. Why even even giving her your senses? Because because govshites like that think that it never happened. The government did condemn it. They condemned it viciously, it has to be said. Um, So, Jessica, you obviously weren't watching the news that day. The government, the, uh, the Taoiseach, the um, Minister for Justice, they all condemned the attack. And John as well. Lies, Jeremy. I've seen a lot of comments condemning that shooting. No, you didn't, John. Not from the big wigs. I'm not going to name names because I wouldn't give them the, the time of day. Not from the, the, the far-right perpetrators in this country. You didn't see one thing. Go over to their Twitter accounts because I know I did. Not one of them had the balls to condemn it. But I can guarantee you, if that shooting had have involved un, un, what did they say? Unvetted um, Migrants. Unvested military age men. Yeah, unvested military age men from a different country. They would have been all over that like a, like a cheap suit. But they weren't. So that is the point. It's the hypocrisy of the whole thing. I don't care what nationality you are. A criminal is a criminal. And a scumbag is a scumbag. Jay, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jay? Good afternoon, Adrian. Welcome back. Thanks very much, DJ. Well, what did you want to say on this? Um... Right, you can't vet your neighbours, right? Okay, this vetting thing, that annoys me. Oh, they're unvetted, they're unvetted. Nobody's vetted, as as you said, unless you apply for a job, you know, to work with kids. So we don't know who's in. But the difference is, the next door neighbour, right, there's traceability back to the house. Obviously, you know that way, they obviously have to have some type of documentation to get the house to get rent if they're on social welfare payment. But when you turn a disused building into accommodation and put between 50 and sometimes up to 150, mainly men, mainly blokes, into a small little village. That really upsets the demographic of the village. In Dublin, Dublin is a million and a half people or whatever it is, right? They can disappear into it. But when you're in a little village or even a town 
or a small place with a population of only 2,000 people and 100 to 200 and yeah mainly men and I, I'm come here. I believe we should be able to look after who we can look after but why are they coming in with no paperwork that's another question hang on I just need to clarify one thing not everybody who arrives in Ireland seeking international assistance or protection arrives without a passport I know I know that I know I'm not one of these Adrian I'm not one of these that follows that down that rabbit I don't believe in that I believe in what I'm reading in the papers and going through different things right in 98 Michal Martin stood up in the doll and said nobody would get into this country without paperwork right he said that himself and he said this it never happened blah 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 look how they changed their minds what I'm saying is you can understand why people in small little towns and villages around Ireland are getting very very nervous because we're not seeing families being put in we were promised where I'm from we were promised the place we had was all just for Ukrainian families. That's no word of a lie. We were promised that. Go down and have a look what's there. And four of them have already been taken out for approaching young girls in our village. And it's not it's, it's the girls and the women in our villages that are nervous. When you see 25 people of a different culture, and we know the cultures don't mix the greatest, we can see what's happening in the world. When they're hanging around all day long, we're not there, we're in work. We don't see it. We don't have to walk by them. They're the ones who are nervous. Our guard station only opens in the evening time for an hour. There's guard stations around where we live that don't open. They only open twice a week. So maybe if the government start looking after the people who are here, we might be a bit more, okay, let's look after these people. But it feels like we're being abandoned. But that's not really the... Uh, sorry, just for, sorry for coming across here, Jason. I just want to yeah. make, make this point because when I see comments coming in, comments coming in that annoy me. Okay, so here's one from Marky, Marky Partridge who just commented on Facebook and he says, the press were all over that shooting in Blanchestown. Yeah, they were, Marky. It was, was news for three days, more. Um, but they didn't mention um, what happened on Parnell Street or what the story is with the man who, who, who carried out that. Again... I, I bang my head against the brick wall here, Mark. But Jeremy, you've got to understand, these are our own, but Jeremy, Jeremy, these are our own criminals. These are born no, and raised in this country. No, okay, so when we're bringing people in and there's crimes being committed by these people and no. then stories are going around about undocumented, I just have to bring up that teacher yeah. who was killed by that, that, that whole family that came into this country. Yeah. So you can see why people are getting no, pissed that's, off. That's, it's like right no, we're no, not no, being no, looked Jason. after. That's not my frustration. My frustration is ticks like this fellow Mark. Who's oh, I wouldn't follow them. No, see them no, no, I don't follow them. Listen to what yeah. he said. I just want to read it back because this is the stupidity of some people. He says, we still don't hear anything about the kids on Parnell Street or the man that done that. Why is that? Well, Mark, okay, first of all, it's been literally all over the news. You've obviously, your head's been under a pillow for the last three weeks. Uh, that The individual who allegedly carried out um, that attack is in custody, is in custody and has been charged, okay? Yeah. Now, how do I know that, Mark? Did, it, did the dove <laughs> fly down into the fucking sky and give me that news? No, I heard about it in the news, Mark. In the news. Um, but we didn't Jeremy, hear, we've tried by media now. You know that. It's tried by social media now. Just for that gobshite, I agree with you, Jeremy. The guy, actually, he's a 50-year-old. His name is... His name is Riyad Bootshaker. He's 50s of no fixed abode and he appeared in court and has been charged with attempted murder. Like, what more do you want? Yeah, and he's here years. He didn't just come off a boat. No, he no, is no. actually here 10, 15 years or something. No, yeah. Yeah. Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark also wants to know why we didn't hear anything about the kid. He literally, in yesterday's news, Mark, a member of the family 
Uh, gave she has to rebuild her life. Yeah, but they gave an interview saying that uh, yeah. that, that the child is into phase three of recovery. So what is yeah, this? Yeah, and, fu- and she has to learn everything all yeah. over again. Yes. That she said. Yeah, but what yeah. is it? They, they, they only read. Jeremy, they only read. They only read what they want to read. No, they wouldn't to, get that news. But it's dangerous having clowns like Mark, who who yeah, actually she, be- he believes. No, this fool believes in his heart and soul that this news is being suppressed that it's being kept from us. Yeah. Even though the fucking family, God forgive me, have given yeah, interviews. You have to see where he's coming from because ah, unfortunately we live in a world of social media so we are now seeing a lot of more news than we're getting say on RT. We didn't see one thing about the German protests have we over the last few days? The farmers protests. They brought Jeremy to a standstill, right? No, no, We're not getting no, that no, on no. mainstream media, yeah, right? We didn't cares. see, we didn't see yet, but see, people are, nobody cares here because it's not a thing. But when people are in this international news globe now, they think everything affects everybody and if it's there, it's here. Like, look what happened in Brussels on New Year's Eve. The migrants went nuts. But it, did, it didn't get covered. Look at the trouble that's going on in Sweden with the gangs and the gangs of Algerian, Albanian, migrants, Georgian migrants. They're fucking hand grenades at each other, for God's sake. But it's not being reported. And now that it's being reported on the worldwide, let everybody, you know, believe okay, everything. But Jason, but People Jason, are picking up what no, they want. Okay, but Jason, the issue here, the, today's discussion is about whether or not we have a right to, to veto to, who lives in our area. So in other words, Jason, and I said this, I said this at the start of the podcast, if you came on, if you came on this show today and you turned around and you said, does a group of travellers moving into my area and I, I told you I wouldn't want them in and I told well, you I'd you? have this discussion with you it was me that put that message in you have a discussion someday and let's see how many people want to halt and sight in their area Okay, here's here's the thing about that, Jason. Um, I would imagine because it's not politically correct to say what you're saying. Yeah, and, exactly, and I, politically correct. No, and I appreciate the fact that you are so uh, because you're saying what most people feel. But if you yeah. if you remember uh, back during the uh, the presidential uh, campaign, what was it ten years ago when uh, yeah. what was his name? The guy, uh, the anti- oh, that was Peter, Casey. Casey. Peter Casey. He got a lot of traction. Well, he was uh, he was actually he was vilified uh, by, yeah. by the public. For, he was. Well, he got, he the, he got really, the second highest vote. Really, he got the second highest vote, Jeremy. No, and as I said, I appreciate no. the fact. I appreciate the fact that you're 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 being. Yeah. But if we, but do, you know what that means? What I'm trying to tell you is, cultures don't mix, and a lot of people they have that culture. We have our way of life. We don't want to ruin that way of life. To us, we're looking at what looking at what happened in the UK, right? What's happened in France with all this mass migration? We're the, we're the last little rock outside of Europe. We're not attached to the mainland of Europe, but in the big place. Look at the trouble they're having for centuries. Yeah, we have had this little rock to ourselves. Okay, we always thought, who wants to come here? Okay, who wants to come here? But things are changing. But they're changing too fast, okay, too quick, and we're not being given a say. Do you believe that a local community has a right to veto who moves into the area? Now, when you say who moves in, a, a big group of that, yeah, I think they should be consulted and say, listen, this is what's happening. You should be consulted. Like, Don't worry about doctors, guards, schools, crashes. You, you know what people are worried about. But, I mean, your next door neighbour, no, obviously you can't. But if they're turning an issues building of any description and all of a sudden now they're turning it into a mass centre where they can all of a sudden house 200 people where all your homeless people in your village couldn't get anywhere, people have got the right and people are annoyed. Okay. I, I, I heard a, a Garda spokesman in the news over Christmas time saying that he was asked about gang culture in and, uh, you know, gangland culture in Dublin. And according to him, there's up to 40 different gangs operating in housing estates around Dublin. Now, these are yeah. these are serious criminals, Jay. These are the type of people that would uh, that no. would tie you down to a chair and cut all your fingers off. Oh, why do you think uh, I left Dublin? I'm from them yeah. estates, Jeremy. I know them. I but, mean, I've been in the centre of town. But and they're not all Irish, by the way. No, no. Some, yeah, but why, what are people doing about that? 
well, what would you do about it? The guys won't go against them. What should you do? So we just, and we by just the way, they are not all Irish. Trust me. Go into different areas. Have a look at the population. Have a look at where the population is from. And then you'll have their own gang there. And that, I mean, just just go into town. Go into any house in the state. If it's predominantly black, the, 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 the gang is going to be black. If it's predominantly white, the, it's going to be white. Yeah. They're the only ones that don't seem to cause any trouble. The Asians. You ever notice that? And the Indians. Oh, they make me fat, though. I just eat their food all the time. Yeah, but they're all the ones educated. All yeah. our kids are getting dumber and dumber, and yet they're the ones being educated, and they're the ones going, and nobody's saying a word about them. They're just getting on with life. All right, stay there for a second, Jay. We've a lot coming in on this. Uh, 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number. Uh, this is Graham. Lads, nobody should be fucking, should be minding who's living in their in the area. Right? Close that door and mind your own business. Right? Yeah, if only you're concerned. You, you only have a right to be concerned if something's happening on your doorstep in your front garden. Other than that, close your door and mind your own business because it's not got to do with you. Cheers, lads. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Anto, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Anto? How's it going, lads? Uh, good, good, thanks, Anto. Uh, Jason, some, some great points there Jason's making. I know what you said about, oh, you've no, you've no right to protest if someone moves into your area. Well, I got from the post, people are just scared of the amount of people coming into the country and the amount of homeless we have. But they're scared. No, like, and if you can't protest when you're scared, you're worried. Okay, but a protest is you know? one thing. Protest is one thing. But what the Taoiseach is saying is that you've no right to veto who lives in your area. Because if we did have if we did have that right, you'd never have a, tra- a traveller's halting site built anywhere. You would never house yeah. asylum seekers anywhere. Uh, where would you? Where do you shove them all? It's where you shove the, Where are we shoving the homeless now? Onto the street? No, you know, they're actually. The majority of homeless people have accommodation. They have a roof over their head. It mightn't be ideal, but yeah. they have somewhere to live.
to, to take that point, Adrian, you could argue as well, you know, I would imagine if the majority of people were being honest with themselves like Jason, they wouldn't want a halting site near their area. Yes, I've never had a, a crime committed by a member of the travelling community. No, nor have I. But no. you wouldn't want a halting site beside you. Why? Uh, when did I say that? Well, would when, you? Did, when did I say that? No, I, I, I was assuming that you wouldn't. I, I wouldn't bother me. I wouldn't bother you. Interesting. No. Okay. Here, I have travellers living two doors from me. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So cause me no grief whatsoever. Okay. But the fact of the matter well, is... You made a point there. You know, you, you said about, um, are, we, are we protesting against uh, the, the, the shootings? Are we protesting? We've don't, like, we done all that in the 80s, protesting against the drugs, the drugs got the mail, trying to get the mail, they say. But the people are worried now because we're important criminals now. Right? We're, not just, we're not just breeding them in our own country. We're importing them. And I'm not saying all the asylum seekers. One stabbing is one too many, two stabbings is two too many. We're, we're letting in the wrong people. It should be done quicker. And then people... Minds would be put at ease. People would be put at ease if they weren't seeing 50 people turning up to their state uh, in the middle of the night, which is happening now. You know, people's minds would be put at ease if the system was running right, you know? And I think that's obviously something the government needs to do very quickly is to get the system working right so that somebody arrives into Ireland, they're not here for years on end uh, trying to have their case dealt with, that it is dealt with uh, very, very quickly. That's, I think we, we can all agree on that one. But uh, the point is, Anto, do you believe that people have a right to veto who lives in their area, to dictate who lives in their area? Well, I think if a building... It's getting set up to house 50 uh, men or 50 foreign people or 50 anybody. I think they have a right. They have a right because all people are worried about is their families, their kids, their neighbours. That's all people are worried about, you know? I know, but if you remember, and I, I, I'm not, I don't want to draw comparisons between members of the travelling community and uh, and asylum seekers, but if you remember a few years ago, the, up near uh, Step Aside, there was a horrible fire that took place yeah, in, I remember in, that. Yeah, on a yeah. I remember reporting uh, from it. And... The travellers were going to be moved down to a laneway where there was a group of a group of housing, a lovely little cul-de-sac, and the people who lived in that cul-de-sac, when they heard that the members of the travelling community were going, to, were going to be moving onto their land, they blocked the road with their cars. Do you remember that, Adrian? They blocked the entrance to a stage. Those residents were absolutely vilified uh, on social media and by the public because they blocked members of the travelling community coming into their area. After that horrible fire. After that horrible, after that horrible fire. After that horrible so fire. What, yeah. I'm, what I'm trying to say is the attitude is completely different when it's Irish or when it's, when it's non-Irish people. And why is that? I think people are trying, you know, I think people are just trying to, as I said, keep upset as well, they're just trying to protect their own. I know what you're saying. I'd be the same as uh, Jeremy or Jason there. I wouldn't, I'm living where I'm living now. If I hope to open up and it was like a short walk, I'd, I wouldn't be happy, you know? I wouldn't be happy. But um, I'd give it time, see if there's any problems. There's no problems then. That's, that's the way it'd be. But this, 50, uh, men, this, coming, it's, it's, 50 sorry, men being planted into your estate is a different ballgame altogether, like We all know that. Okay, stay, men, stay there for one second. So you believe that people have a right and should have a right to uh, yep. demand that the, say for example uh, 50 men as you just said demand that they not be housed there and moved elsewhere not, not moved elsewhere, it shouldn't be happening at all it shouldn't be happening at all, the government has to get that act together and sort it out it shouldn't be happening, you know all right, stay there for you a second. Wouldn't want, you wouldn't want it. You wouldn't want it. A, a, a group of fifty men that we know absolutely. Well, we didn't appear, have got the passport. You're not going to know much about them. You know, but, you know, there's, there's a good chance if you put fifty men in the building. There's a very good chance, very good chance that some of them are going to be criminals. You know, there's a good chance. You know, a lot of averages dictate that. You know. Okay, stay there for a second. Um, 
I'm going to Samantha. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Samantha. Hi, guys. Welcome back, Adrian. Thanks very much indeed, Samantha. Well, should a local community have a right to veto who lives in the area? 100% they should, yes, absolutely. Jeremy hit the nail on the head earlier. He said we have enough scum living here, our own scum, and we do nothing about it. And he's right. People are afraid to stand up to these people. But then bring in, import more criminals to the country and then expect us to do nothing at all. But no, you, you, I'm sorry, going to tell you uh, that. Hang on for one second, um, Samantha. You don't know that we're importing criminals. We're, people are coming to this country Adrian, seeking listen, international listen. protection. If you put 50 men into a house or an apartment or whatever they're putting them, right, into a, into a hotel, right, and they all have different personalities, none of them are walking, half of them aren't vetted, and they don't know much about each other, and we expect them to live peacefully together. They're not going to live peacefully together. They're going to bring their elves out onto the streets. They're going to bring out their frustrations on the people around them. That's what's going to happen. And you so believe, we have a right okay, to be scared. So, uh, okay, uh, and that's fine. Um, I don't know if the if the fear is justified, but... Um, it you is, know, Adrian. I as can... a woman, it is. It's different for men. You are different. We're, we have, we're women. We have female children, you know, and I guess uh, you know that. Uh, hang on, what are you worried about? I'm worried that we already have the scum in our own country, like Jeremy said, that we need to worry about and we worry about every day as parents. Without bringing in people that we know nothing about, we don't know anything about the background, I'm not saying they're all the same because they're not, there's all different ones, but they're still a concern. And I, I, I can't tell people uh, not to be scared, not to be fearful. Of no, course uh, you can say No, it would be wrong to do that because, you know. Well, can I say something to you, Adrian? I'm living up in Lucan County, Dublin, right? And I'm telling you now, we worked hard for the home we have. We paid nearly close enough to half a million for the house that we live in, right? We sat my husband. And I'm telling you now, if Leo decides to put 50 or 20 men in the house next door to me, I'm going to find a lighter and that house will go up because I won't have it. I'm telling you that. And do you believe that the people, say, for example, if um, if the government was to buy a disused building and move in 50 or 60 uh, asylum seekers into a building in Lucan, have you a right to demand that they be moved elsewhere? No, I think we have the right to be protected already, but we aren't being protected and that's what's wrong here. People are just frightened. That's all it is. People are frightened. But I have a young daughter and I have to worry about her every time she leaves the house. So if they decide to put that man next door to me, I'm not having it. I am not having it. And Leo will see me with my box of matches lighting that up. No problem to me. Wow. Jeez, I wasn't expecting And you know me, guys. Yeah. I, I don't I don't you just, really you've just that way. But I, when it comes to protecting mine, that's what I will do. So... Just to get it straight, I'm, I'm, I am actually, spe- yeah. I'm actually spe- speechless. Um, Don't be if, speechless because well, no, you I, have the right to free speech, Mum. I know, but not the incitement to hatred. Uh, no, but I didn't think you would carry out an act of arson on a house. So if you heard, yeah. if you heard next door... After paying such, such no. a big amount of money to live where I live, in the beautiful estate where I live, with lovely people around me, and then f- to think that he, he can stick people in. Is Leo got, have Leo got them living next door to him? No, but foreign, no, before, before nationals can be nice people as well, Samantha. No, I, I, I agree with you 100%. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is we don't know the background of these people. We don't know what they're going to do next. But you don't know. But, but, but Samantha, you, 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 you have somebody moves in next door to you tomorrow... 
you don't know anything yeah. about them either. So say a family, say a family. I'd f- get to know them, let me tell you, Adrian. Yeah, but, I would get to know them. I know, but you, you... I would be the first to introduce myself to them. No, but say, for instance, tomorrow, um, a family moved in next door to an Irish family. Yeah. Uh, called the Jones family. Yeah, okay, the Jones family. They moved yeah. in from Waterford, and they were lovely. For all you know, the father could be a paedophile. Um... Could be a dirty old pervert. He could be a, right, yeah. a gangland criminal. Are you going to burn down his house without even knowing that? Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. But I would find out about their background if how I could. You, how, do you, how, would you, how, how? Easy, easy. There's people you know. I, I know lots of guards. I know lots of people. I, I would do a background check if I could. Definitely. Right, I, if Samantha, I could, I will. So, so in answer to the question, She's does the local it. community have a right to veto who lives in their area? You're 100%, saying yes. 100%. 100%. We have. And you know what? It's not just about our girls or anything. What you lads are forgetting to say is our elderly, our vulnerable people out there, you know, that are walking the street and, you know, unaware of what's around them. We have to worry about this too. And nobody's talking about that. All right, Samantha. Yeah, Samantha, just remind me. Nobody's never, saying just, anything about that. Just remind me never to move next door to you. I'd be bloody terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Doing background checks on me. <laughs> Good luck, Samantha. Thanks very much indeed. And let me squeeze in one final WhatsApp voice note. Uh, this is from Damien. Hi, guys. Damien here. I know the problem's called opinions, but not everybody's opinion is valid, especially when you're an idiot. Oh, right. Especially when you're... Well, define an idiot, uh, Damien. Your definition of an idiot and mine are probably two d- totally different things, aren't they? Yeah. Someone's idiot is another man's genius. Yes, indeed. Anyway, I just just made up that expression, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, just made that up. Okay. Anyway, thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. If you enjoyed it, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify, and that way you'll be notified each and every time we upload a new episode. I'm Adrian. He's Jeremy. Thanks very much indeed for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.